everybody. It's Pastor Jen here at the International Christian Fellowship Rome. I want to thank you for joining the online service today. As we finish summer and we move into this new season of fall and maybe new work uh, responsibilities and children's ministry and um, young adult ministry here at ICF Rome and online, I want you to know I'm praying for you. This service that you're joining today is truly a moment for you to get refilled with the power of God for the next week. So I have prayed that as you enter into worship, as you enter into listening to the word of God, that you will say to the Lord, what do I need for this week that God will make me stronger, that will make my faith the living proof to those around me? So I welcome you today, and I pray that God gives you a wonderful word of encouragement as you join the service. I declare breakthrough for you in Jesus' name name in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name I got stuff up here I gotta be prepared I am telling you what God is good amen amen I am so happy to see each and every one of you we welcome you today we have exciting things you can see we are excited about serving can all the people who serve say amen come on Listen, you need to find a group and serve and connect with them. And um, I'm going to give you some instruction about that in a little bit. But first, I want to give you the word of the Lord. Amen. And so I want to say thank you for your giving. Thank you for giving your time, your talents, your treasures. Those of you that are here for the first time, thank you for coming. Those of you that are busy working five and six days a week, thank you for setting aside this day to come into the presence of God. This week, we had the privilege to be in Madrid, Spain with the World Congress of the Assemblies of God. So welcome to our online group because we met people even on the plane that said, we know your church. We follow your church online. And we didn't know them. We met someone, Alex will share a little bit later, but I don't want to take your story. Um, so I want you to know I've been in the presence of thousands of believers filled with the Holy Spirit with challenging messages. And the biggest thing I heard, I think one of the biggest things was that in our world, we know it's in chaos, right? So many countries are in chaos. So many situations are in chaos. And then one of our pastor leaders talked to us about what do we do in times of spiritual famine? And my heart, I felt like it sort of sunk that are we in a spiritual famine, yes, in our world. People are lost. They need Jesus, right? But you and I have the hope. So this morning, I'm going to preach a little bit differently, if y'all don't mind. Um, and so, Bose, I'm going to ask you to come up here and help me a minute. In case you're online, I'm putting on my, come on. Uh, I'm going to talk about invincible God, but you know, He's invincible, but I got to do my part. So when I suit up, you know, I could have done the armor of God and put on my helmet and my breastplate and all that. That's amazing, and we're going to do that. But I want to give you a picture, so thank you, because sometimes when I'm suiting up for the Lord, right, I can't do it all by myself. Can somebody say amen? amen. I mean, I need some helpers to help me in this battle of life, right? So, you know... 
Those of you that like to work out, I know you're like, oh, isn't that funny? But I want this to be a message you never forget. You see that slide, invincible God? There is nothing that comes at God that defeats him. Somebody say amen. There's nothing that comes at God that defeats him. So therefore, if greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world is in me, then there's nothing that can come at me that can defeat me, right? So here's what I want you to know. I don't know if I can move my thing. That's going to be a problem. I'm going to need a helper. Okay, wait. Take, I don't know what to do about this. I didn't practice this good enough. Okay, I'll come back. Maybe I'll just, yeah, thank you. Okay, invincible God, dependable disciple. Say it. Invincible God, dependable disciple. Somebody's life is hanging in the balance Because you are the one to tell them. I don't want you to forget this invincible God. But I don't want you to get it backwards. God, it's not invincible me, dependable God. I was standing down there thinking, how many times do we say, oh God, I just want to receive from you. And I want you to do that. I want you to receive. But have we become so consumed with our own personal needs and wants and desires that everything centers around my needs, I'm not invincible. I know y'all are like, wow, Pastor Jen, this is, I mean, you know, when you're with a thousand spirit-filled missionaries and ministers and leaders and workers from around the world, you're ready to box with, come on, devil, bring it. I'm not the least bit afraid. Somebody say amen. I'm not afraid. I am not afraid of the battles that I face, but it's not because I'm invincible. It's because God is. And so I want to say to you this morning, God has been stirring something strong in my heart. Some of you, most of you know my story, and it's my story, so I can't not talk about it, right? But I have felt this tug of war spiritually, and I feel every time I'm Maybe I'm sick, maybe I'm well, maybe I'm tired, maybe I'm energized. I can feel the burden of the lost. I can feel the burden of the one who knew Jesus but walked away. Hear me. What if you're sitting at the workplace this week by the one who knew Jesus and they're discouraged and they're about ready to give up and God put you in that gym or in that workplace so that you could tell them there's hope. God loves you. God has a plan for you. Somebody say amen. Amen. So what does it mean if God is stirring this breakthrough? I'll tell you what it means. It's not time to be lukewarm. It's not time, you know, I I do have my red tennis shoes, but I didn't bring those. I did bring my, I'm on camera, so I'm going to show them. I did bring my red boots, Um, but I want you to know something. It's not time to be lukewarm. Hear me. I love you. I am your pastor. I am your shepherd. I do not want you to end up in hell and say she didn't tell me. I do not want you to be at the crossroads of decision and say, well, you know, I just needed, I just needed to have a pat on my back. I, and you guys know I'm going to give you gifts. I'm going to love on you. You've got Cornetti's over there in the cafe between services. I've got lunch. People that have been serving and gone to the Connect classes, you're invited to the lunch after second service because we're all leaders. Amen? 
But I want you to know something. This world needs Jesus, needs what we have. So what does it mean, don't be lukewarm? Joshua 24, 15 says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, wow, just look at that. If serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day who you will serve. Whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you're living. But Joshua said, but as for me, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord can you say that? As for me, I will serve the Lord. As for those who are in my household, we will serve the Lord. I'm responsible for this house of faith. I'm responsible for us to say, no, it is not undesirable to serve the Lord. It is my privilege and my responsibility. Revelations 3, 15 through 16 says, I know your deeds. This is God talking. You weren't either cold or hot. You're like, you know what? I'm just fine. But the Lord said, I wish you were either one or the other. So because you're lukewarm, neither hot or cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. I know you're like, Pastor Jen, wow, but I'm telling you something. I have people who have walked with Jesus, who have walked away because they allowed lukewarm to get in their spirit, to compromise their values, to listen to what the world says, to take the attacks of the enemy and not hit back with the word of God. Come on, with the power of God, with the presence of God, with the peace of God. I'm waiting on you with the Holy Spirit. Come on, say amen. Amen. God is faithful. He is faithful and he wants you to fight back with the power that he has put inside of you. Invincible God. What does it mean? Too powerful to ever be defeated. Never, never, never. No matter how close I get, no matter if I fall down, there'll be somebody to help me put another glove on. Amen. What does it mean to be a dependable disciple? Say it with me. Reliable. Trustworthy. Come on, constant, unswerving, steadfast, dependable. Here's what I want you to know, and I need you to help me preach this. I've heard it, I've read it, I've seen it, but I want you to understand. I got to bring this closer to me, so I'm closer to that. Here, here, he supplies strength. When I'm weak, I have strength. Come on. He gives me confidence when I have doubts. He answers me with questions. He heals my sick body. He mends the brokenhearted. He forgives me when I sin and make mistakes. He gives the young new dreams and the old ones new vision. See, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm living proof. Somebody say, I'm living proof. He is asking you to be fully and operate completely in his power to be good, dependable disciples. You see what happens when the Holy Spirit comes in you? You have a bounce back. Life may put a storm around you and you may have chaos, but there is something inside of you that is a bounce back. 
Amen. It's a bounce back. Bring it on, devil. Try another thing. You just go ahead and try it. I'll claim the name of Jesus over my life. No matter how many times you've tried and started and stopped and failed, invincible God in your life is too powerful to ever be defeated. I'm asking you to believe today. Who or what captures your focus the most on a daily basis? Who or what is rolling around in your thoughts the most on a daily basis? Can you say, Jesus? You're not good enough, Jesus. You failed again, Jesus. You're too sick. You're just going to have to live with this sickness, Jesus. You can't sleep, Jesus. You can't run, Jesus. You got to crawl, Jesus. Come on. Who or what captures the most focus? I want it to be like second nature. Because, you know, the human nature you were born with. So the, Paul says we battle the flesh daily. It's not because you're weak that you're having a battle. It's because God has a destiny inside of you that the enemy is trying to steal from you. Amen? Romans 8, 5 says, we, those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, set their minds on the things of the spirit. So then I don't think about I'm sick. I don't think about I'm tired. I'm thinking about somebody's life depends on me showing up today. Amen. What should we do if we feel indifferent or lukewarm? First Chronicles chapter 16 says this. Look to the Lord and seek his face and his strength. Always remember the wonders he has done. The miracles and the judgments he pronounced. You, his servants, the descendants of Israel, his chosen ones. The children of Jacob, he remembers his covenant forever. The promises he made for a thousand generations. You're a part of that. It didn't stop at the first generation of believers. It didn't stop at Paul and Peter in this city. What should you do if you feel indifferent? I want to give you some practicals. And then I'm going to give you a real call to action. Look to the Lord. Stop looking to others to fulfill your heart's desires. I got I to gotta take this off. <laughs> because you know what? Sometimes I got to change my wardrobe. Right? I got to change what I wear. I got to change what I wear. I might have been wearing doubt. It's weighing me down. <laughs> Come on, y'all. I want you to get this in your spirit. I got to stop looking at others to fulfill the desires in my life. You don't fulfill me. Jesus fulfills me. I love you. I value you. I love living in this city and being with you. You're my family of faith. But I'm not looking to you to fulfill my heart's desires. God is the one, the power of the Holy Spirit. Seek him always. Seek him always. We sang this morning. He's worthy of it all. He's worthy of it all. Remember his mercies and his miracles. Remember. How many of you have ever had a miracle? If you've had a miracle, type it in the chat. I've had a miracle. Look around. Look around. 
You've had a miracle. People have had a miracle in this room. I've had a ton of miracles in my life, in my family. (laughs) Invincible God. You think he ran out of miracles at your last one? He didn't. You're not, the, you're not the last generation. You're this generation. But you're not the last one. There's somebody coming after us. And God is saying, what are you putting down for them? What are you laying down for somebody else? Trust that he will fulfill his covenant promises to you. He is invincible God. Too powerful to ever be defeated. So what can you intentionally choose to be? Here's what I'm asking you, church. Here's what I'm asking you, global workers. Here's what I'm asking you, university students. Here's what I'm asking you, mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters. Be dependable. Show up. Show up. Jesus showed up. He went to the garden to pray even when people wouldn't pray with him. Boz and Alex, will you come here a minute? I want to show you all something. I want you to stand on either side of me. Show up. Be dependable. Be reliable. I want you to hold my arms on my elbow, on my elbow. Prince, Natalie, you come and stand on either side. I want you to see something. I want, we need to go this way a little bit for the camera. Okay, come on, Prince, y'all come on one side. See what happens when we're reliable? Stay there. When we show up with each other, okay, one on each side. When we stay there, right, we're reliable. Somebody else is holding the arms, right? Funky, will you come up here and hold Prince, please? Marion, come up here and hold Natalie. I want you to see something. You're constant. You're, you're holding up their arms. You're holding up Prince's arms. You're holding up Alex's arm. You're holding up Natalie's arms. You're holding up Bose's arms. Here's what happens when we're dependable. We can be stable. We can be constant. Amen. We can get off the up and down roller coaster. The Proverbs 28.1 says the wicked flee though no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. When we work together, it isn't just me. It isn't just Bose. It isn't just Alex. It isn't just us. But what happens? Now, hang on a minute. Stay right there. Natalie, back up. Drop off and back up. Stay right there though. Alex, What happens? There's a weak link. Something's not as strong as it was. Funky, back up. What if I have to drop out? Huh? What if I have to drop out? Because there's nobody there to be constant. We don't do life alone. It's not just a fun statement. It's what keeps you and me in the battle. It's what reminds me when I'm weary that God is faithful. Can you say thank you to these ladies and gentlemen? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're going we're gonna to have an altar call, <laughs> sort of. Here's what I want you to know. I will trust my invincible God. So in this church, this place right here is called an altar. It's where we sacrifice. It's where we worship. It's a safe place where you can commit to God. But today, I'm asking you to do something a little bit different in this call to action. I'm asking you to say, I don't know. You know, I've got a table up here that says, whatever you need. (laughs) Whatever you need. The one who shows up and says, you need me to cut the cornetti, I'll do that. You need me to be here early so the prayer room's open, I'll do that. Because if one of us drops off, all of us are weaker. 
So now, yes, this is an altar call. We're going to have fun. We're going to have an expo and a servolution. But I want you to know that today, this year, I want it to be different. I don't just want people to sign up. I want you to show up. Hear me. Somebody say amen. amen. I know you're like, wow, this pastor, something, something happened. See, <laughs> Jesus is invincible. He's irresistible. I can't get him out of my mind. I can't live without him. He, the Pharisees couldn't stand him. Some of you probably heard this. Herod couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault with him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't keep him. He is invincible. He is worthy of our service. Amen? Don't let it be said that we say, mm, I'm not desiring to serve the Lord. Now, you may not know what to do. We have a training. Yao is going to come. Yao is going to give us some instruction for this training. But here's what I want you to do. You all have this card. So will you stand with me on your feet for a minute? Before I give you some instruction for the call to action, I'm asking you right now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, and even online, would you say to God, Forgive me, Lord. I've been trying to do life just for me. Holy Spirit, humble me. Move in my life and let me realize while I may feel defeated and the battle coming at me, the Holy Spirit has given me power because you are invincible, God. And I choose to be a dependable disciple of Jesus Christ. If that's you, will you lift your hand all over this room? I choose to be a dependable disciple of Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean perfect. It doesn't mean you won't make mistakes. I choose to be a dependable disciple of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Tell him, talk to him for a minute. your own words. Come on. He's listening. Jesus, I love you. I want to know you. I want to have that passion in my life. <laughs> your grace is sufficient. Your peace is prosperous in my life no matter what. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Father, I pray for every hand lifted in this room. I pray for every leader that's going to go to their table in just a moment, that as we come and we meet one another and we greet one another, that, Lord, we'll have fun serving you. We'll rejoice that we get another opportunity to engage and connect and have purpose in our lives. Thank you for it, God. Thank you for it. Tell him, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's give God praise. Okay. Praise the Lord. I am so very thankful that every time we hear the word of the Lord, he does something in our hearts and minds. So I want to invite you right now. Maybe there's been something in your life that has pulled you away from the love of Christ. Maybe you didn't remember that you are loved by God, that you are the proof that he is with you. 
And so right now I invite you to pray with me that Jesus would take control of every area and give everything back to God. Stop holding on to it. Put it in his hands and let him take care of it. So I invite you right now to pray this prayer with me to make Jesus number one in every aspect of your life. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it right there. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to take control of every area of my life. I give you all my fears, all my doubts, all my mistakes. I receive your forgiveness, Lord. I receive your new mercy. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will cling to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I also want to pray with those who have, are in need of a miracle. We have seen, really, the lame walk, the blind eyes open. We have seen prodigals come back home. And maybe today you've been watching online and you just waited till this last prayer because you needed the move of God in your family, in your situation, in your circumstance. I want you to know that as we pray, the power of the Holy Spirit is omnipresent. The angels in heaven are standing on guard and the Lord says, send them over there. Send them over there. Put a shield around that one. So agree with me right now for your miracle in motion. God is doing it. I want your faith to come alive. I don't want you to doubt or wonder if God sees you or hears you because he does. So Father, right now, I pray in the name of Jesus that that everyone who calls ICF Rome online and on campus their church, that they would know they're not alone. They're a part of this family of faith where people are praying for them around the world, across the seas. I pray for the one who needs cancer healed. I pray for the one who needs diabetes healed. I pray for the one whose shoulders and hips are having joint and bone problem in the name of Jesus. I pray for the one who has turmoil in their family, that the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension would flow in that home right now, Lord God. You know the circumstances. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Emmanuel, God with us. So I want you to agree with me. You are my Jehovah Emmanuel. You are my Jehovah Rapha, my healer. You are my Jehovah Shalom, my peace. You are Jehovah Emmanuel. You are with me. So God, I bless your people. I pray that as we go into our workplaces, our learning places, our family places, that we would walk in with a new joy, a new hope, and a new peace that God's got this, and I am the living proof that God is at work. I love you. I thank you for being a part of all that we're doing here. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for the ways that you participate on Wednesdays and on Sundays. I love you. I pray you have safe travel wherever you're moving around, and that we'll see you next week online.